What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome back to Philly Take with RB. You know what to do, man. Hit that like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And if you have not yet, go ahead and check me out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a rating and a review. You already know what to do. We are back here with a uh, probably not too long of a live stream today. Just wanted to come on here and talk about this. So if you have not heard yet, the Philadelphia 76ers, and more importantly, the Marcus Cousins. Boogie Cousins is apparently expected to be released by the Houston Rockets in the coming days. Um, you guys let me know what you're thinking about this. Should the Philadelphia 76ers go out and pursue the Marcus Cousins? Should they inquire about him? Should they try to bring him in as a backup center? Uh, you know, a lot of people were high on Dwight Howard. We we got him for a very low contract. Looking at the Marcus Cousins, he was being paid a similar amount by the Houston Rockets. I think it was $2.3 million for the year. Well, the Houston Rockets want to go younger. I have a feeling that the Houston Rockets are going to be one of those teams that let guys go uh, at the trade deadline. They want to go younger. They want to build for the future. Boogie just didn't fit what their, you know, he didn't, he didn't fit their MO. Um, and looking at Boogie Cousins, he's 30 years old, right? The Marcus Cousins averaging 9.6 points a game off the bench in 20 minutes. He started some of the games, but he's been coming off. Um, he'll give you what? two, three assists a night. He'll give you eight rebounds around there. So in limited time, would DeMarcus Cousins be a better alternative than Dwight Howard? We're going to talk about it all. What's going on, everybody? Shout out to all in the chat. Hit that like and subscribe. Thank you for being here. An unexpected live stream tonight. Oh, and if you're going to catch this on the second time around, you know what to do. Hit that subscribe. Uh, But yeah, in terms of looking at DeMarcus Cousins, in my personal opinion, I think the Sixers need to at least inquire about him. I think they need to at least inquire about him. I don't think it hurts. I don't think it hurts in this situation. Um, obviously, we're going to go out and get other players. Obviously, we have more videos to make talking about potential shooters and guards and stuff like that. And, you know, if we don't, if we, if we're in the bidding war for DeMarcus Cousins, we throw a, a, an offer out there and we don't get them. In my opinion, I feel like, there are other alternatives out there. We need a center, honestly, that's going to have something on offense. I think we need a center that's going to be able to, to provide something on offense because I just don't know if Dwight Howard, you know, can do it consistently. He's done it the last two games. Other than that, it seems like he's been off since the first couple games of the season. Um, so, I, I mean, in my personal opinion, I think the Marcus Cousins would be a nice find. I think he, he in my opinion, he's a low-risk, high-reward type of guy. Uh, you bring him in. My main concern with the Marcus Cousins is his health. You know, can he stay healthy? Is he going to be able to play the rest of the season? Is he going to be able to come in, whether it's 10 minutes a game, whether it's eight minutes, sometimes if it's more, can he come in and uh, fulfill his role? Dwight's averaging 16 minutes a game. He's only putting up uh, just under six points a game. A lot of people are already going crazy on Twitter saying Daryl Morey needs to get on the phones and hit up his agent. I don't know, man. I I don't think it would hurt. I don't think it would hurt. I think we're going to be in the mix for some type of center uh, at the deadline. I've been saying this for weeks. You know? I, I In my opinion, look, and, and here's the thing. If he stays healthy, 
DeMarcus Cousins, he has that dog in him, kind of like the thing that we love about Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, every game, whether he puts up 10 points, whether he does nothing to impact the game, Dwight Howard is going to come in and, and just get rowdy. He's going to get the energy level up. He's going to get guys flowing. Um, and I think DeMarcus Cousins has a, has a bit of that dog in him. Uh, obviously, he's taken a step back in terms of the defensive side of the ball. You know, I, I in my opinion, and we'll get to the comments in just a few. Shout out to everybody in here, the members. I see a couple in here, all the mods. What's up? Honestly, man, I feel really bad for DeMarcus Cousins. And you, we saw the other night when we played Houston, it looked like Joel and DeMarcus were kind of chirping at each other at the end. I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. I honestly feel really bad for DeMarcus Cousins. I really do, because I feel like this guy had his window, you know, coming off the Kings, and he's obviously bounced bounced around a lot. I think he was like age 26 when he had that big injury. Um, the guy was like a five-time All-Star, I think. one. Yeah, he's like a four- or five-time All-Star. He had the chance to go and sign one of those big contracts, um, and then he got hurt. He got hurt, and he's never been the same, never got his big payday, and now he's just trying to bounce around and, and just kind of find his place. I think the Marcus Cousins is a guy that you inquire about. If we don't get him, I don't think the world is over. Like I said, I think there's other options out there, and I will be making a video in the next week or two about some potential backup center possibilities. But, you know, a lot of the hype is going around right now. I don't want to see Boogie go back to a place like L.A. I don't want to see that happen because I – look. Boogie was there, obviously, um, and he obviously got hurt again. But if this guy can stay healthy, I think he's going to provide exactly what you need. We saw him hit a couple threes the other night. He's shooting uh, 30, 38, or no, almost 34% from three. Now, for a backup center, I don't think that's terrible. At least he's going to attempt some shots. At least you can kind of design some different things in your second unit. You know, when Dwight comes on the floor, no offense. I love Dwight. I I love the signing. I think he's, well, at this point, he doesn't look more valuable than, than Al Horford. But when you when you compare the contracts, Dwight Howard, I, I would much rather take him over Al Horford. In terms of the contract, what we gave up and what we signed Dwight for. But when Dwight comes on the floor right now, we know that our offense is limited because he can't do anything on the offensive side. It just is what it is. Um, I think Boogie brings more on the offensive side than Dwight does. However, Boogie is a bit slower. He's not as physical as he used to be. Um, so there's concerns there. But, you know, you bring uh, Boogie Cousins in 10, 12 minutes off the bench a game, especially when we get down to the playoffs. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's a bad idea. You guys, let me know what you think in the chat. I just wanted to come on here instead of making a you know a video and just talk with you guys. Think what you um talk about what you think. Didn't play last year at all. Boogie Cousins ACL injury. He's been hurt multiple times. Is it worth it? You know, even if you bring Boogie in, say you bring him in, we still have a month, over a month actually, until the trade deadline. Maybe you bring him in and see what he can do. You know, maybe. Maybe. Like I said, he's averaging almost 10 points a game, but he is playing 20 minutes. Um, and he's kind of just playing that filler role for Houston. Almost eight rebounds a game, two and a half assists, doing what he has to do. And can shoot some threes here and there. He can at least stretch it a little bit, unlike Dwight Howard. And I love his toughness, man. He, he's similar to Dwight. He's not as extensive as Dwight, but I love his toughness. 
But you guys let me know what you think. That's pretty much my take on it. You know, try it. If it doesn't work, it's not the end of the world, but why not? Why not? Why not go and try to get an alternative? And like I said, he was paid two, oh, just over $2 million, uh this year for the for the Rockets. I don't see him getting more than 2 to $3 million. So um, why not? Why not? Shout out to everyone in the chat. We got 100 in here. Hit that like and subscribe. Thank you guys so much. Should the Philadelphia 76ers sign DeMarcus Cousins or at least inquire about him? Give me all your thoughts. Let's read some of these comments. Boogie would be nice for a Ben-led second unit. I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be mad at it. Look, like I said, we still need to experiment with Ben at the five when we can, you know, experiment with it. But in terms of Ben Simmons, I, and you know, you still got to rest the guy a little bit. So I do think we need a quality backup center. Um, I wouldn't mind it. Should we also look at Andre Drummond? I don't, I don't, I think he's, I, I mean, no, I would say no, too much money, too much money. BLSG, what's going on? Do you think we should still try to make a deal for Buddy Heald? Um, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it at all, but it's, it's going to, you know, you're going to have to give away some stock. So I think it's definitely something you look into, but I don't know if you pull the trigger on that, depending on what you assess as our main needs. Secret underdog, what's good? Cat on the moon. Cousins can still be a really good role player with our coaching staff. Dwight Howard's foul problems will be a liability in the playoffs. I absolutely agree, and that's another thing. Um, Boogie's had his own foul troubles before. You know, he has his own temper. But Dwight Howard, it, it gets inexcusable at times. It gets inexcusable for Dwight Howard to come in the game and every first – we know every first quarter when Dwight Howard gets put into the game, he's going to get a foul. It's it's like it's known fact at this point. And that's bad. Now, obviously the refs don't really favor Dwight Howard, but it's every single game. He literally, he'll, he literally will come in and just tragically throw a man to the floor for no reason. That can't happen, especially in the playoffs. I know you guys remember years ago, um, especially in that Toronto series, I like we had no backup center. We had Bobon coming in the game. We had Greg Monroe coming in the game. And literally within two minutes, I remember the one game. I forget what game it was, but Greg Monroe, I think it was, came in. And in two minutes, he was like a minus 13. That can't happen. That can't happen. Carl says the team has three needs, a backup point guard, a stretch four, and a pure shooter. I agree. I agree. And maybe a backup center, I would add in there too. Let's see. If the Nets or Celtics get him, it could be dangerous. Maury has to at least consider it. Now, here's what I'll say to that. I don't think that 
DeMarcus Cousins is going to be a starter somewhere. I think he's going to be a role player, a bench guy. If the Nets get him, I don't think, you know, end all be all type thing. But um, I think he'll have an impact if he stays on the floor. I do. You know, if he stays healthy, I think he'll have an impact somewhere. So um, I'm just looking at the alternatives. I'm looking around the league. There's a couple guys I'm, I'm looking at. And like I said, I'll be making a video about it. But um, I don't know, man. I If I'm the Sixers, I at least inquire about this. You think about the teams that are going to be in on this. Probably the Lakers, <clears throat> maybe Brooklyn, Boston. Um, yeah, one of these contenders, man, might use him as a backup. I could even see Milwaukee going after him or a team like the Clippers, to be honest. I could. Phillips says, if he could play the four, that'd be great for the second unit. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I do believe he has played the four before. Now, that was years ago, and he is very much slower. He's a lot slower than then. Um, that would be the only thing. Can he still move? Can he get it done? Can he really? Is he really going to be a threat to opposing defense? I think it's a fair question. I think it's a fair question. But like I said, I would at least give it a try because you look you look at his numbers before last year when he didn't play, right? He was on Golden State. He was averaging 16 a game. The year before that was, was the last year of his all-star stretch when he got injured. Um, and every year before that, he's averaging 24, 26, 27. Like he was he was an all he was an all-pro caliber player. Like he was a um first team or second team all NBA kind of guy. Um, and he was just known like he made a name for himself. And again, I feel bad that he never even got to have his big payday. But, um, you know, he was always a 24 point a game, 12 rebound kind of guy. And I mean, he was known as one of the best for at least a couple years. Boogie would be great because he's a scorer and a great floor spacer. I hear you. I hear you. And I think we need that. Like I'm saying on our sec, our second unit fellas has been so bad. It's been so bad. Our second unit has been trash. Um, early on, I was forward. I thought we were one of the deepest teams, but Tyrese Maxey looks like a rookie. Furkan Korkmaz, please don't. I hope there's no more Furkan defenders. I mean, there's nothing else to defend. There's nothing else to defend. Um, Furkan. Tyrese Maxey, Isaiah Joe doesn't get any run. Shake Milton's been out. We desperately need him to come back. And Dwight Howard poses no threat on the offensive side of the ball. So I think we need a, an off. I think we need another center that can at least spot up from somewhere and take a jump shot. I do. Rick says we should at least kick the tires on him. Great way to put it. Great way to put it. Like I said, in my opinion, am I terribly mad if we don't get the guy? No, but I think we should at least inquire. And um, I've been hearing a lot from Daryl Morey. And look, I I think the guy's already on the phone. I think he's going to be very, um, I'll say, on the hot stove during this trade deadline. I think he's going to be out there experimenting, 
trying to bring guys in. Some might work, some might not, but um, he's always been a big swinger. He's always been a guy like he's not afraid. And that's why I'm glad to have a guy like Daryl Moore here. You know, it's not like I feel like every year for the past, I don't even know how many years I'm sitting there at the trade deadline. And I'm wondering, I'm like, are we going to do something? Are we going to do something? Are we going to do something? And then what happens? We do nothing. Last year, we finally made a trade, but I, I hate I hate having that kind of feeling where you're sitting there at the deadline, people are making moves, and your team does nothing. Um, I think Daryl Moore is going to be right on top of it, and I'm excited. Isn't Boogie injury prone? Yeah, like I was saying, nothing but Sixers. That's, that's one of my main things is can he stay healthy? I think he's had two or three devastating injuries, and – he just doesn't look the same as he used to, but can he be a good role player? All we need in the playoffs, you think Joel and B might be playing 37, 39 minutes a game, maybe even more some games. So can he come off the bench? And as long as he's not even going backwards, right? As long as we're not giving up a seven point lead in two minutes, um, can he just at least hold the fortress down? We need it. We need a guy like that and who's going to pose a threat. Why do you think our guards get suffocated off the bench? Because Dwight Howard can't do anything past three foot out. He could barely lay up the ball without throwing it hard off the backboard. Adonis, what's going on, man? Says Paul Millsap is a free agent after the season. He could come off the bench for Tobias. Well, he's another guy getting up there, you know? Paul Millsap, I don't think he's ever lived up to his contract. He's been a decent player. Um, but yeah, his his contract's not that good, to be honest. <clears throat> We should swap Danny for Davis Bertans. Well, there's a, there's a main issue with that, and it falls with money. Sadly, money talks. Money means most things. And uh, <laughs> Davis Bertans, let me tell you guys something. Uh, there was some guy in my chat. He was trying to tell me, oh, Davis Bertans is a savior. Davis Bertans this. Davis Bertans that. That contract is going to hold the Washington Wizards back. They should have never signed him. Um, the Wizards are a disgrace. They can't even trade that contract. They can't. Even, they can't even trade it. T. Stiebel stances wouldn't mind going after Lonzo and JJ. Would be a nice package. Also, the Pistons would have a nice package, as I talked about in my other video. You know, you go and get Lonzo and JJ, or you get Wayne Ellington, Delon Wright. Get that kind of duo. You get a vet like George Hill off the bench. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. With how much Embiid beat down Drummond, it would be an awkward locker room. I don't want Andre Drummond. Um, a lot of money for, and again, some. I don't know if you guys saw, but there was a GM that said Andre Drummond can have the most or can have the least impactful like 30 and 20 game ever. Like he'll give you the numbers. He'll stuff the stat sheet, but he doesn't do anything to help win the game. And yeah, I, I never understood that trade as it was, but at least Cleveland got has a center now to build for the future. Um, remember the Cleveland fans that said they were a threat in the East this year? That was sad. That was sad. 
Would this be a signing or a trade? Now, look, if you're just coming in, I mentioned this at the at the top. The Houston Rockets are going to be releasing DeMarcus Cousins. No reason at all. They just want to go younger. They don't want him there anymore. They're trying to cut dead weight. This is going to be a straight signing, and it's probably going to be two, three million dollars, maybe minimum contract. So, like I said, I think it's a, a low risk, high reward type of move. Is Howard not a backup? Well, here's the thing. Here's the discussion we have to have. Is Dwight Howard going to show up come playoff time? Is Dwight Howard going to come out here and be the Dwight Howard, at least that we saw last year in the playoffs, when possible? Dwight has been way too inconsistent. We just have to keep it real. We have to tell it how it is. I mean, you guys can let me know what you think. Um, I just don't think he's – I don't think Dwight – you know, giving him 10 to 12 minutes a game. I don't think he's going to be able to hold it down the playoffs. The guy can't do anything offensively, and he's a, a foul maniac. I love his energy. I love the guy, but I'm sorry. We need more. We need a quality backup center. Okay. Last year, we finally get one, and, and what do we do? We play him in the starting lineup, and we pay him $108 million. This year, we get a guy who's great energy type of guy. I would love Dwight to stay on the bench. Even play a couple minutes when we need it. But he's not good enough to be the backup center. He can't shoot a shot. All right. And then when you have Ben and Dwight on the floor together, do you know how bad that's going to be in the playoffs? Do you know how bad that's going to be? Boogie's best fit is with the Sixers off the bench in a Ben small ball lineup. There you go. And honestly, I look, I wouldn't even mind playing Ben a few more minutes and, again, having him play the small ball five. We saw he could do it, and it very much helps with the pick-and-roll defense. It does, having Ben at the five. Um, yeah, I think he could run DeMarcus at the four or the five. I think he could experiment with them at least for the next couple weeks, and then come trade deadline, guess what? If it doesn't work, you go out and you get another piece. Philly Talk Podcast says, I wouldn't do it. What are we giving up? We're not giving up anything except possibly 2 to $3 million. I don't know if you guys are understanding this straight. This DeMarcus Cousins is being released. He's being cut. I tried. Let me. Yeah, I tried to make that clear as possible, but he's being cut. So this wouldn't, we don't have to give anything up for him. We don't have to give anything up. Houston is just cutting Boogie for literally no reason, except they just don't want him anymore. I feel bad for the guy. I really do. <laughs> I really do. They don't want him anymore because they're going young. They want to build the team around Christian Wood. You might even see Oladipo moved. I wouldn't mind that either. I wouldn't mind that either. Definitely was a baller, fell a long way. If we just signed him, I could see, I guess, even though it's not our need. Well, it's it might not be our main need, but I look, you guys let me know in the chat right now. I'll read a few of them. What do you think about Dwight Howard's play up to this part in the season? I'm sorry. I, it's just not enough. It's not enough. Joel Embiid 
And and I understand, you know, you have the two extremes. Like you have Joe Embiid who's playing out of his dang mind, and then you have a backup center. But it's just not enough. We need another center that's going to be at least be able to bring a defender out. Every time Dwight is on the floor, why do you think our guards can't penetrate and get to the rack? They just there's no threat. There's just no threat. There's the the defensive center stays in the paint. Just happens every time. I don't think it's been good enough. I don't think it's been good enough. I think we need to experiment with another center. We need a shooter, not a center. I think we need shooters too, but I'm telling you, don't overlook this center problem. Don't overlook this center problem. I'm telling you. We can look at our guards. Of course, they're the ones that that we maximize the scope on. But Dwight Howard has not played that good. Like I said, what, 16 and a half minutes a game, just under six points. Can't shoot a shot. Um, He has his moments, right? He has his moments where you're essentially, if you go and get a guy like DeMarcus Cousins, you're adding the element of a potential jump shot here and there. And I think we're going to need that. And a guy who doesn't go out of his mind fouling. He has skills if you can financially. Why not? That's what I'm saying. Why not? Why not try? Like I said, it's only going to cost a couple million dollars, if anything. Drummer boy, what's good, man? What's good? Jimmy J. Wow, look at Jimmy J with some sense. Howard can't shoot threes. Boogie can. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Boogie can shoot. He can shoot. That's the thing. He can even shoot for 10 feet out. Johnny, what is good, man? Superhero says, actually, I want to give that idea a thought. Bertans definitely isn't worth it for a skill, but for what he brings, it makes me go, hmm, for a second. I hear you. Would I want Davis Bertans on the team? Of course I would. Off the bench. Of course I would. But there's no way that's feasible. There is no way. Too much money. Too much money. He will spoil the vibe in a good team. Interesting. Interesting. Think so? What happened to reacquiring J.J. Redick? I heard J.J. wanted to go to either the Knicks or the Nets. That was a report. I think he wants to go near home. I think he does. He's from Brooklyn, I believe. I don't know. Drummer Boy says Hill or Burks and Ellington. I like it. So what is happening? Nothing's happening. We're just talking hypotheticals here. If we would like the Marcus Cousins on the team. Because he's going to get signed by someone. He's going to get signed by a contender. Are 
Are you in 4K today? The picture is sharp. Actually, I'm in 720, which is worse. It's actually worse, man. Minimum contract for Boogie. If the Sixers don't pull, I'll be salty. No brainer. I hear you. I hear you. I don't see why not. As long, the only concern is health, in my opinion. Howard will be a liability on offense. Agreed. DeMarcus has been bad for the Rockets. Now, define bad. You know? I mean, the guy, he started like half the games. He's more so a role player. Um, and he's averaging almost 10 points off the bench. And he'll give you eight rebounds, similar to what Dwight gives you. I don't know how he's been bad. I think they have a bad team. You can't expect the guy to step up and be, a, you know, a star on a team. He's not a star anymore. I don't think he's been bad. I think he's just playing a role. One thing I do like about uh, DeMarcus Cousins, and some might not know, but when that whole James Harden thing happened, that whole saga, what did DeMarcus do? He didn't keep his mouth shut. There were players on the Rockets that just sat there, and they took his crap. They just sat there and took it. They just sat there and took it. DeMarcus said, you know what? If you don't want to be here, don't be here. And I like that accountability. I like that. Similar to how Dwight has been a good influence on Joe, too. Why can't DeMarcus be a good influence on Joe? You know? At one time of the game, similar to Dwight, Boogie was one of the best. Boogie had success. Maybe he could give him some point. Obviously, and B doesn't really need it right now, but having a good vet like that behind him, in my opinion, is, is something to look at. Philly, Philly, my guy, what is going on, bro? What is going on, man? Appreciate you stopping by. We're probably going to hop off here soon. Just wanted to come on and talk about this. When Joe is out, we can run Ben at the five. That's what I would love. But again, you can't play Ben 46 minutes of a game. In the playoffs, he might play most of the game, but we'll see. We're going to need him on defense too. He's like Danny Green. Some nights he's respectable and others he's trash. There you go. I'm not expecting him to be an all-star, you know? Dwight, I mean, he looks good for two minutes and then he flips a switch. That's what I'm saying. He's just too inconsistent. Uncle Kev says, get Oladipo. <clears throat> Philly Philly says, y'all got a center problem? We have DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. I know the Brooklyn Nets are going to try to get him. Didn't the Nets sign Andre Roberson? Come on now. You guys are really gearing up that bench, aren't you? The Nets are funny to me. I'll tell you what, Philly Philly, the Nets need to trade Kyrie and get a center. They do that, I'll be worried. But until then, no. Cracked one says, we need P.J. Tucker, not Boogie. Hey, you guys can let me know what you think about P.J. Tucker. I'm, I guess, from what I've seen, I'm on the minority side of P.J. Tucker. I don't really see too much in him that is going to come here and just make us a great team off the bench. I really don't see it. A lot of people are trying to tell me they do. I really don't, to be honest. 
I don't think that's like an urgent need. There's no such thing as a perfect team. We identify all the flaws and we look for the next big thing to come. We are just never quite content, are we? Well, that's that's called being satisfied and that doesn't win championships. Sorry to break it to you. Disclaimer, spoiler alert. You want to be satisfied? Go be a Memphis Grizzlies fan. Go be a, a seven seed fan that makes the playoffs. I mean, I mean, what is this, the process? Come on, man. You have to keep getting better. You have to keep addressing your flaws. Even the best teams, even the best players, they come out every game, and what do they do? They get better. They get better. We got to talk about our flaws because we want to be the best team that we can because the East is wide open. I'm telling you, we are, honestly, uh, maybe one or two consistent shooters a consistent backup center and some more bench help from being a championship level team this year. I'm just being honest with you. We can sit here and, and pout guys on the back. No, I'm telling you what we need. I'm telling you what we need because I believe that Joel Embiid is at peak version. And I believe the time is now. I told you guys at the beginning of the season, I told you guys that we were all right. This was just a gap year. Next year would be our window to win. No, it's this year. It's this year because Joel Embiid is playing so good, more than any of us imagine, that nobody is going to be able to stop this guy unless they throw three men at him. And when you kick it out, if Dan, you can't really depend on Danny Green to be consistent every night. You get a, a consistent spot-up shooter, maybe another guy that can create off the dribble, and you bring in another force, and we have a good bench. We can win this year. It's as simple as that. That's why I'm looking at our flaws. It's just a fact. What about Ilyasova as a backup power forward? Yo, I honestly don't know what Ersan Ilyasova is doing. I don't know what Ilyasova is doing right now. Is, is he even, is he playing overseas? Is he a free agent? I don't know. But if he's still around, I would I would at least give him a tryout or something. I would look into JJ Reddick. I would, but I think he wants to go to New York. Bruce, what's going on, man? Appreciate you being in here, my guy. Did he get cut? Yeah, he's about to get uh Boogie Cousins will be cut in the next few days by the Rockets. Only problem I see is if Boogie gets injured, I see why you would like him, but I would get Bertans. Well, I hear you. Absolutely. That's my main concern. Can Boogie stay on the floor? Can he stay healthy? Is he still quick enough? Does he have his legs? I would love Bertans, but like I said, you're not getting that contract. There's no way. There's no way. BLSG, yeah, I would love George Hill. I think he's a great option for us, and I, I would love to get him off the bench. I would. He's a great vet, has experience, and knows his role. Could run the floor.
Bowen says, no reason to not get Boogie. I hear you. At least inquire about him. Why not? <laughs> Only thing PJ will give us is a shoe collection. That man's crazy when it comes to shoes. He is. Philly Fresh, what's up, my guy? What is good? Talking some Boogie Cousins to the Sixers. Probably be on for a couple minutes, and then we'll get off. Uh, guys are coming with good insight, man. I think we've all. I think we can come to a realization, most of us, that it doesn't hurt to at least try for Boogie. Doesn't hurt, you know. Mike Scott, Ferg, and Terrence Ferguson are our trade chips. Well, you know, not to be mean or anything. To be completely honest, though, I wouldn't. If I'm an opposing team, I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade a bag of air <laughs> for Furkan Korkmaz. Like Philadelphia is the only place where people think Furkan is a good bench player. You go, you talk to a Heat fan, you talk to a Boston fan, you talk to Milwaukee fans. They're going to say, Furkan who? Who? Who's that? Who? Is that? Is that an actor? Is that a, is that a movie star? Furkan? Is he, is he from, is he an overseas player? Who the heck is Furkan Korkmaz? Oh, that, that's our former first-round pick. That's our former first-round pick. I, I wouldn't – if I'm an opposing team, that's, that's the hard thing about it. That's where the trades are going to come in in terms of backup guards and shooters we need. We are going to have to give up picks to get backup players. We're not going to be able to trade – Furkan Korkmaz and Mike Scott in a bag of potato chips and and get George Hill. No, it's not going to work. They these teams want picks. These teams that are trading off pieces to contenders, they want picks. They want to build for the future. And that's why in terms of a Boogie Cousins, like I said, you you sign them. You don't have to trade for them. So why not? Bro, what do you think about Blake? Again, I, I'm not... Look, I loved Blake in his prime. I don't think he's the right man now, and especially with that contract. Now, if they get bought out, if he gets bought out by the Pistons, then I look into it. But again, I just don't feel like Blake has it anymore, and it sucks. It sucks. It really sucks. Bruce says, the time is now. I agree. We got a four to five year window. Make it count. Exactly. It started now. I thought it was going to start next year, but it starts now. Jonathan Jordan, what's up, bro? What's up? I like Lonzo. Unfortunately, we need ball handlers. Look, in terms of Lonzo ball, I hated Lonzo ball the first couple years in the league, but I'll give him credit. He's worked on his three point shot. He's become stronger, more physical. He's smarter. Um, and his, he doesn't have to deal with daddy business anymore. We get Lonzo Ball and daddy stays out of it. Guess what? I'll take him any day. You package Lonzo and JJ Redick. I could see those two getting packaged together. Maybe even Eric Bledsoe, to be honest. If we start Matisse, yeah. If Matisse can knock down some shots, he should all he should definitely be a starter. I don't think I would trade Danny Green just because I feel like wherever the guy goes, he wins a championship. I would keep him off the bench, at least for the veteran kind of presence, but um, I'm, I'm off with Danny Green starting on his team anymore. Keep Bring him off the bench. Try Matisse with Ben and Joe and Toby and, you know, guys like that.
Yeah, superhero. The reason that I'm down on Danny, because some people expect, first off, it's sad that I have to explain the concept again, but we I would have taken any I would have taken a bag of donuts in return to get rid of Al Horford's contract. We got a shooter that we plugged into our starting lineup. I know Danny Green's inconsistent. I already knew that on offense, but his defense, he was played up and he's always been played up to be a nice perimeter defender. And superhero is exactly right. Danny Green has failed miserably on defense. Could you imagine if Danny Green still had it on defense? Ben Simmons, Danny Green, Matisse Thibel. Oh, by the way, Tobias Harris. You know what's so underrated? His damn defense. His defense is underrated. He stepped up on day. You have that lineup and Joel Embiid. Our weak link on defense, other than Seth Curry, is Danny Green. And I never would have saw it coming, but it's true. That's what disappoints me about Danny Green. It's not even the offense. I know he's going to be a streaky shooter, but his defense has been piss poor. I'm talking about I'm talking about running like this. I'm talking about running with something between your legs. I'm talking about sitting five feet off your man and you literally watch the man breeze right by you for an easy layup. And you got Joel Embiid who can't come out on a screen. Why do you think every play they, they target Danny um, as one of the pick and roll guys, because he can't get back to anything. He can't get back to his man. And for some reason, we put him on an opposing ball handler until he gets torched too much. Sean says we need a backup point guard floor general with some scoring ability. This is exactly what I said in my video the other day, and that's why I think George Hill is the man. I don't think OKC is going to get a first-round pick for George Hill. He's been injured. There's no way. I don't think it happens. I think you get George Hill. Might even be able to snag another another young player. You give up a couple seconds, and it is what it is. Similar to Alec Burks and GR3 last year. I wouldn't mind it. Sixers should get him if only to keep off the nets. Hey, he's going to go to a contender, to be honest. <clears throat> <laughs> BLSG says, I'm a better bench piece than Furcon. Someone called Doc and tell him to put me on the roster. I hear you. I hear you. I, I, I just wonder sometimes, like, how do people still defend this guy? Do you, you people realize Furcon was a first-round pick? What, we can't rip a guy until he's off the team? We ripped TLC for years. Timotei Lawawu Cabarro. I had a harder time saying his name than anything. I mean, come on, man. Can't say his name. The man can't, couldn't make a shot. Now he's with Brooklyn, and he's coming off the bench knocking down shots. Like I said the other night, Furkan will go to some other team. He'll become a Memphis Grizzly. He'll become a Minnesota Timberwolf, and he'll average 12 off the bench. Maybe if he has Covington's luck, Furkan will go and, and make a team give up a first-round pick to get him. But come on, man. We got to stop it. I, I I can't go through another playoff series Watching Howell, Neto, and Furkan Korkmaz-esque players coming off the bench. Uh-uh. Now it's different. Now we have a team that can win. We have a team that can win. But, hey, that's just my opinion. Like I said, DeMarcus Cousins, 9.6 points a game off the bench, 
shooting 38% from the field. He's shooting 30, almost 34% from three on almost, uh, almost five threes a game. I would take him. He brings that new element to our team. He's got the grit to him. Can he stay healthy? Can he move? That's the main question. That's the main question, but he's only going to cost you a couple million dollars. The Rockets are cutting him. They're not getting anything in return. So I, I would inquire. I would inquire if it's me. Furkan is dead weight. Mike Scott is dead weight. Yo, Mike Scott's best stat the other night, uh, last night. Was it last night? Yeah. Mike Scott's best stat last night was one rebound and one personal foul. That's He played like 10 minutes, and that was his stat line. Like, are you kidding me? Look, I love Mike Scott. I love his attitude. I might... My favorite Mike Scott moment is when he fell into the stands and took a sip out of that lady's drink. But I mean, the hive, it's just not working anymore, man. It's just not working anymore. But yeah, man, that's pretty much all I got on this. Shout out to everybody in here. We got 150 in here. Guys, hit that like and subscribe. We will be back tomorrow night for the Sixers Raptors game. Boy, oh boy, I cannot wait for that game. You already know. Sixers, Floppy McFlopperson. Oh, I'm ready to talk my smack. And I hope I hope that because the Raptors have a, a hectic fan base. They're going to come into this chat and they're going to go wild. I can't wait to talk smack to the Raptors fans. They've been having a terrible season. Oh, my gosh. I'm ready to talk my stuff to the Raptors fans. I am ready to talk to them and let them know that they stink this year. I can't wait, but yo, but yeah, I just, I can't wait for that stream. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, but Hey, shout out to everybody, man. Hit that like and subscribe. Yo, we have some special things coming on the channel this week. That's all I can say. I can't say too much yet. But all I'm saying is you want to hit that notification bell because you're going to want to be notified this week. Let's just say we got a couple bangers coming out. You'll see. What's going on, Seth? Says, what's good? May never see this again from Embiid. Time to surround him with shooting and a lot of three-point shooting. I hear you. And how about a, how about a good backup plan? How about? How about DeMarcus Cousins? Hey, if you're watching this on the second time around, leave your thoughts in the comment section. Hit that like and subscribe. Shout out to you guys. Hey, I would inquire about them and see what's up. I'll see you guys tomorrow night, though. Sixers and Raptors, we'll be here on the live stream and after the game. You guys have a good one, man. Catch you on the next one. Peace.